There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Big news right now, Bill Cosby's been found guilty in this sexual assault trial, uh, and we are keeping our eye on it uh, as we speak on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I have uh, CNN up here, and they are trained on the door of the courtroom, mm-hmm. uh, and no movement yet, but I think, I, am I alone? Do you not want to see him as he walks out? I mean, I don't. I I guess I do just because I've been paying attention to the expression on his face as this whole thing has been going on and it's like nothing is happening. I'm sure, you know, whatever he feels like he'll, you know, appeal and then he'll never spend a day in jail. I don't know. God only knows. I mean, the man is so far in denial, clearly, which is probably what's gotten into this, uh, gotten him into this in the first place. He's 80 years old. He's facing up to 10 years in prison. Uh, for each of those accounts. So he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, if indeed um, he's not on appeal before he croaks. Wow. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because it's not funny. It's not nothing about this is funny. However, we were talking about this this morning, um, Bradley, when you played a clip from the Cosby show. Yeah. So I uh, was listening to clips of commercials of Bill Cosby's because I I had this thought. I was like, you know what? I bet all Bill Cosby commercials now sound a little creepy. Turns out they kind of do. There's something creepy about every Bill Cosby commercial. Well, then I came across this clip about uh, from the Cosby show and it um, it has to do with barbecue sauce. So you're going to hear a couple people and then you'll hear Bill Cosby. I love your neck, honey. (laughs) Well, uh, it certainly is nice to see them work things out for themselves. They haven't worked anything out for themselves. It's my barbecue sauce. <laughs> Your barbecue sauce. My barbecue sauce. Haven't you ever noticed after people have some of my barbecue sauce, after a while when it kicks in, they get all huggy-buggy? <laughs> oh, stop. I'm dead serious. <laughs> haven't you ever noticed that after one of my barbecues and they have the sauce, people want to get right home? Let me tell you something else. I got a cup of it up on the night table. I got a cup of it, I said. Left it up there breathing. Why don't you give the chicken to these people that's going up and have some sauce? So here's the rest of the chicken, you guys. 
Okay, so that's the barbecue sauce uh, oh, clip that I played these guys this morning. Word. And aren't you just like, no, I don't want your barbecue sauce. No. And, you know, honestly, it makes me want to go back and listen to more because once again, like I say, once you know something like this about somebody that you never knew before, it recontextualizes every single interaction you've ever had. It makes me want to go dig through the old Cosby show and see when he was being smarmy old creeper. Yeah. It's like he was hiding in plain yes. sight. Oh, for sure. That's yeah, exactly absolutely. what it is. Ugh. So again, uh, if you you know want to play the home game, just go on YouTube and type in Bill Cosby commercials and creep yourself out. Yeah, if you're, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the fact that Bill Cosby has been found guilty on three counts of sexual assault and uh, he risks spending, or he risks uh, 10 years in jail for each count. So, um, you know, the, the awesome thing about this is this is really the first celebrity assault case since Me Too um, started just over however many months ago last fall. And, um, you know, presumably it will be the first of uh, many. Hopefully. Yeah, where somebody who was a serial, you know, allegedly a serial yeah. um, a, a, assaulter. When people assault serial. Is Look, being held I accountable. Can't. I know your way of handling serious things. Yes, I deal with tragedy by making fun. Um, hey, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go, go ahead. No, you no. <laughs> anybody? Ah! Uh, yeah, I do. Just want to do this really quickly. Uh, this is the time of the show we usually do. No, Maybe not. No, no we're not going to do Maybe this. Just don't do it. No, just we're because, not going to do this because no, you right. go from like. <laughs> You're right. Bill there Cosby is. I, there is not a good moms. way to do this. Like, so forget the it. Thing about stop. Yeah, we're not going to do See, it. I'm just saying, um, you know, what we could do is for the both of you, just think about um, the other individual. So since the Me Too movement, this is, again, as I just pointed out, this is the first conviction. And I didn't point it out. CNN, it was just in the piece that I read. But um, there are other people who have not faced any sort of Consequence. consequences in a legal setting. I mean, mm-hmm. chief among them, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Kevin Spacey, anyone, right. you know, um, I don't think we've heard much about, you know, we've heard investigations are underway and, you know, I assume that that will take a, a number of months for those things to come to fruition. But do you have any sense of whether or not this kind of case will be, uh, an outlier or if there I, will be here's what I will say I am hopeful that this will be because th- when you really take a look at this these rumors about Bill Cosby are not new nor have oh, you know no. they, these have been out there and talked about they've sort of bubbled up and then been tamped down many times over the period of the last 20 to 30 years yeah they've been an open secret in yes. Hollywood and so, but it wasn't until probably, you know, I'm, I can't even remember the timeline, but it was shortly before we learned about Harvey Weinstein, which was in October. So I'm going to say maybe like l- late last summer, uh, early fall, we kind more people were coming out and talking openly. And suddenly Gloria Allred had this, um, you know, club of women who were accusing Bill Cosby of having done the exact same thing. His move was to drug them and then rape them when they were unconscious. Um, and this is the first time that that we were able to that he's going to be held accountable for it. And what I'm hopeful about is. 
and it it was that it's not like this was not hard fought. Like like we've said, there was a mistrial first, and then this is the second trying of it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What I'm hopeful of is that it will be the beginning of the tide shifting. Yeah. In terms of you know, with the Weinstein, the why I would say the Weinstein investigation is like the closest to kind of being ready to bring charges and and go forward. Yeah. Did it one person was wasn't there one eligible charge brought? For Harvey Weinstein, or did I dream that? I can't remember. No, I'm not sure. I okay, I can't so. confirm I mean, that. Uh, again, it it just would be nice to see, you know, some of these uh, or more of these cases actually go to trial, and right. then you know, people held accountable, just so that. I think a lot of the criticism of the Me Too movement has been that it's, you know, just taking down people's careers with the do, without due process. Mm-hmm. I, again, I think that's a horrible misreading of what's actually happening. But for those people who think that somehow um, these things should be adjudicated in five minutes, like I, I, I hope that at some point within the next few years, we will see a number of cases like this Bill Cosby one go to trial, people held accountable. Right. And because those are the things that will hold uh, or I should say holding people accountable is the thing that hopefully will begin to stem the tide. Cause if people feel like they're going to lose everything, then perhaps they won't engage in that behavior. And it's sad that they would need that much of a consequence in order to change their behavior. But clearly that's it, what it's going to take. Yeah. But especially when their behavior was taking so much away from the person who they were victimizing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing, the other piece I wanted to, to my knowledge, none of the people that were victimized by Bill Cosby had non-disclosure agreements. And that's the piece of the puzzle. You know, when you look at the uh, Harvey Weinstein uh, victims and you look at the Matt Lauer victims, I believe that there were non-disclosure contracts as part of the scenery. So, you know, that all, you know, we have to take all of that into account as well. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Let's go from that very serious topic to talking about Kanye West. Oh my God, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And everybody's talking about Bill Cosby now. And everybody was talking about Kanye West. So we're going to do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. So many things to be paying attention to right now in pop culture on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and on our brand new app, the My Talk 1071 app. You got to download it, register yourself, and then open that app every single darn day. During the month of April, we're giving away an Echo Spot every single weekday, but you can listen like you're doing right now and earn a ton of other prizes. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, before we get to what's going on with Kanye West, which, Bradley, you have been like, that has been your beat for the past 24 hours, I would say. I do just want to, I, I mentioned in the last segment, I couldn't remember whether or not charges had been brought against, or a charge at least, had been brought against Harvey Weinstein. What I was remembering is the news uh, from just a couple months ago that the LAPD had delivered three cases to the DA for possible criminal charges. So that's about as close as we are with Harvey Weinstein. And that, by the way, uh, is in relation to the fact that we were talking about Bill Cosby, who has been found guilty on three counts of uh, sexual assault. Now that we're there, yeah. Let's so move the over other, to this other thing we've been the other big story, um, which I, I okay, I the other big story is Kanye West and his Twitter tirade, among other things. People concerned that he's having a mental health 
uh, crisis. But yesterday's Twitter screed that he was on involved everyone from pop culture and government, including but not limited to the president of the United States. And that is shocking to me. All of that. We can talk about the details. We can talk about the story. We can talk about the updates because everybody is talking about, it, as we say, mm-hmm. ETA. Um, but my question is, uh, essentially, why is everybody talking about it? Why is Kanye West's whatever it is? The topic of conversation such that I heard about it on political talk shows this morning. I hear about it on the nightly news. It was actually referenced on public radio yesterday. And I see people on Twitter who have nothing to do. Usually I understand why we talk about it. Right. I understand why we're fascinated about Kanye because he is married to Kim Kardashian. She like it or not is, uh, you know, the queen of reality TV that i mean i'm just saying yeah no so but why why does like why does his stuff permeate the culture in a way like what i know that's a big question but why yeah it is a big question i mean you know from like a i mean i don't have a specific answer but what i can i need an answer what here's what i Here's one thing I think people are attracted to about the story. I don't want to say attracted to, but that, you know, that 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 they connect to or are, are fascinated by. I think that we are a culture that is fascinated by narcissism in a, in a bizarre way. Okay. And I think part of that has to do with social media. There is a way to conduct yourself on social media that's not narcissistic, right? But when somebody who's a true narcissist uses social media to propel their narcissism it's a little bit of like they're saying look at me and we all do mm-hmm. and so but but that's my non-specific general sort of but there big, is broad no shortage reason. like every sure. day you know like people that we you know say are full of themselves i mean you know the the, the president is one of those people mm-hmm. says things daily on the internet but like this sort of transcended the right. usual suspects um, and that this again being Kanye West sort of Twitter rant, which had everybody. I mean, now you've got like Kanye West today is tweeting pictures of text exchanges that he's had with people like John Legend. And then Chrissy Teigen is tweeting to Kim Kardashian. And, you know, again, the president is weighing in on what Kanye West has to say. And then you have the whole like. All of the people on Twitter who are political, like they're jumping into the fray. Like, it's so fascinating to me because you guys, it's Kanye West. Like, you can appreciate his music. And yes, you can also appreciate him as part of the pop culture. Um, but like, do you like, do you need to have like all of these people yesterday were having an opinion about Kanye West and and what was going on on Twitter? Like, what is that? I, yeah, it is fascinating. And, and you know, I think part of it. He's had Twitter rant. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
facts before that we have not we've talked about, but have not made national news or been spoken about, you know, on in so many different ways. Is it was it the engagement of the president, specifically the fact that the president took notice and then tweeted about it? Do you think that that has something to do with why it just transcended any other Kanye West rant story? I'm wondering. Oh, I, I, I'm like, I mean, yeah, all of those things, yeah. right? Like, that's part of it. That's why a certain group got involved, certainly. Right. But it's like, it's like Kanye West is this weird Rorschach test where everybody, you know, brings something to bear. You know, through you know, they they run Kanye through their own particular lens. Whether it's you know the people who you know the president's uh, the president retweeted him, mm-hmm. so then everyone who loves the president says, "Ha ha." And then all the people that don't like the president say, ho, ho. Now, mm-hmm. there are real issues going on in terms of the things that people are saying. I don't even think we need to get to that because mm-hmm. I'm just so fascinated by, um, or we can certainly get to it too. But I think the thing that I am fascinated by most is that it moves people to act like this one guy mm-hmm. who, sure, I understand his place in pop music, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how that actually goes beyond well, you know, the, to the point where I guarantee you, if you if you talk to your mother, mm-hmm. she probably has heard about this story. I'm pretty sure she has not, you know, for more reasons than just she probably heard her daughter talking about it on the radio. Yeah, I know you were talking about the broad, your mom. Yeah. Right. But but the other thing about it is I just think like in Kanye West's mind, he has us all exactly where he wants us, which is everybody's paying attention to whatever Kanye West is saying. And that's what he's been trying to say all along is Kanye West is what Kanye West says is the thing. Apparently it is. When we come back, we've got some D bags to report on the Colleen and Bradley show. More D bags for you. Aren't you lucky on my talk? One Oh seven one. say um as i'm watching uh, a lot of the stuff coming out at the closing of the bill cosby trial he was found guilty on three charges of sexual assault i'm seeing video of the victims um coming together and reacting to the verdict and it's kind of moving yeah do we, do we want to listen to a little bit of it um, um gloria allred is with uh the women speaking outside the courtroom perfect so we're going to go with that in just a moment i just want to remind everybody you're listening to the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment and everything entertainment right now is all about the bill cosby trial here is uh gloria allred who is speaking outside the court building alongside some of the victims. Yeah, and one of the victims is speaking right oh, now. Okay, That's great. who you're going to hear. Wonderful things. And the verdict was hung. I left with such a tremendous sense of disappointment. And it became evident to me that the justice system is light years behind modern culture. But today, this jury has shown that the Me Too, what the Me Too movement has saying is that women are worthy of being believed. And I thank the jury. I thank the prosecution. But I looked at that jury. There's this one young black man on that jury who I look upon as my son. And I know the disappointment that he felt in looking at a beloved black male iconic father figure and being being able to yet render a guilty verdict. I thank him. I thank all the 
juries, and this is a victory not just for Andrea Constant, whom I consider to be the Joan of Arc in the war on rape. It is not just a victory for the Commonwealth. It is not just a victory for the 62 of us publicly known Cosby survivors whom Gloria Allred has helped give a voice. It is also a victory for womanhood, and it is a victory for all sexual assault survivors, female and male. And I thank you all in the media. You are the pillars of democracy. Without you, none of this would have happened. So one last uh, point, which is, I said before the verdict, how many women does it take You've been listening to Gloria Allred, celebrity attorney there. Okay, uh, so that is that is the audio of Gloria Allred alongside, I believe there are five victims that are uh, standing beside her outside the courthouse following the guilty verdict of Bill Cosby. Um, oh, shoot, now I had a question about that. Now I can't remember. In any case, uh, that is, we'll probably hear more from, from her and more from them. As Oh, I know what I was going to say. That victim that spoke, just then that we when we caught them live in the midst of that that was one of the victims who had uh testified in in this trial talking she that eloquence with which she was able to deliver the message of of gratitude of thanks that was amazing and again um there are videos on CNN of all of the victims coming out in out of the courtroom and kind of coming together and weeping and it just is for them to have had their voices heard and for the outcome to have been what it is, do I just we, can't imagine. Do we want to hear a little bit more of the reporting uh, on the you know doorstep of the, the courthouse? Or? Sure. Yeah, sure. So, so there's Holly, a reporter outside the courthouse Yeah, as well. so we'll go back. This is ABC News right now. Wyatt with the grimmest look he's ever seen before. Um, his jaw was tight lip. Um, and this is, should not, shouldn't really be surprising after this serious verdict was handed down. You know, I think that this came as a surprise uh, to him. Um, you know, just from what we've been observing of him in the courtroom, it is a far departure from, uh, you know, and, and for good reason, uh, but from the man that we've been, we've been seeing. At one point, uh, on a day that Andrea Constand had been uh, cross-examined by Tom Mazzaro, um, and, and she kind of had some rather large inconsistencies, he kind of had shimmied out of the courtroom that day. You know, I mean, he was he was upbeat. He was feeling good about it. And uh, he had Tom Mesereau, the same um, lawyer uh, who was able to get the not guilty uh, for Michael Jackson. And so I think he was feeling really confident about his case. And, um, you know, obviously this didn't end the way that, that he nor his, his defense team had expected. All right, Lindsay Davis, on the ground there for the uh, verdict retrial of Bill Cosby again found guilty of three counts of sexual assault. Um, we are following every development of this story. We will bring you those uh, news conferences by the district attorney, by the defense team if it happens and when it happens. We'll bring that to you right here on ABC News Live again. Comedian Bill Cosby found guilty three counts of sexual assault. What happens next? We will see. Will he serve jail time? He has uh, been allowed to post a $1 million bail. The district attorney, the judge, has uh, allowed the DA to take his passport. Um, and so there are going to be a number of developments that we're following on this. So we'll have the latest right here 
on abcnews.com and our ABC News app. I'm okay. Kenneth Moten. So I just, uh, in light of what he just said, I want to bring everybody up to date on something that Holly just shared with us in the break. Uh, you know, I've been saying I, 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 I want to see him. I want to see his face because he's been showing up to court, Bill Cosby, with that sort of amused kind of expression as though he's meeting his fans for a comedy show. Um, and I want to know kind of how this has hit him. And Holly, you shared a story about what happened in the courtroom. Mic on. Yeah, I know. I have to turn my mic on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is coming from Variety.com. We don't have any pictures of what was happening inside the courtroom, but Variety's reporting that Bill Cosby lashed out in an expletive-laden rant after the district attorney asked the judge to revoke bail following the guilty verdict. The prosecution argued that Cosby is a flight risk, Due to his private jet. And as we just heard from ABC News, they took his passport away. Mm -hmm. Cosby then shouted, he doesn't have a private plane, you blank hole. Okay. Bill Cosby said he doesn't have a private plane Mm -hmm. of himself. Yes. He shouted that. That's I'm according telling you, to generally variety. narcissists speak of themselves in the third person. And it's really <clears throat> interesting um, to, to kind of... You know, when you think about the person who you thought Bill Cosby was based on the Cosby show, which we all grew up with, and we see the person who has now been convicted of three counts of sexual assault for drugging and raping, uh, specifically Andrea Constant, but many other women who took the stand as victims of his. And, you know, I mean, at one point we were keeping track of how many women had come forward and it was like in the 30s to 40s. And when you think about the fact that that's just the women who came forward, right? So that is a, a, a very long list of women who were victimized by Bill Cosby in this way. Yeah, wasn't it like 60 on yeah. the cover? Oh, was it 60? Yeah, it was standing from August of two years ago in 2016. It was 60 women. That had come forward. That had come forward yeah. two years so ago. So again, those are just the ones who have come forward. And we, we really, you know, it's interesting. So um, the the stories about Bill Cosby certainly predate the Colleen and Bradley show. This is Not true. to make this about us in any way, but we have been sort of following the the story in its latest, uh, you know, chapter from start to finish where... There, you know, we went on the whole arc, and you'll remember at the very beginning it was a few allegations. It was actually um, Hannibal. What's his name? Hannibal Burris. Yeah. So comedian, you know, you remember he had uh, made some jokes referencing Bill Cosby's alleged sexual assault that really got people talking and paying attention in a way that they hadn't for years. Mm -hmm. Right. Which then you had uh, women come forward individually. And there was a period of time where people were like, don't rush to judgment. Everybody deserves their day in court. You know, I think people are out to perhaps tarnish the a reputation, legacy. a legacy. You had people like, wasn't Rosie one of those people? Oh, I don't remember. Rosie I, O'Donnell? Yeah, I remember Rosie. We should look back. I, I'm on it. I'm I feel going. like Rosie O'Donnell had some things to say, and we were like, uh, maybe that's not. Anyway, there were people uh, who wanted to, to you know, be the, or maybe it was Whoopi. 
I don't know. But well, no, somebody- here's the headline from 2014, which was around the time that that Hannibal Burris joke went viral about Bill Cosby. The headline being Rosie O'Donnell versus all of her co-hosts over Bill Cosby. Okay. Yeah, I just remember because we were here we are on the ground of pop culture land reporting these stories as they happen. And we really saw this full trajectory, this full arc. And this is remember before the Me Too movement uh, mm-hmm. was in full flower. Well- so. Oh, sorry. I just want to jump in. And that quote, it was Whoopi Goldberg. Here's what she said during a debate on The View. She said, people jump on the bad bandwagon. I'm going to wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think very quickly from that moment, we were like, yeah, I don't think that 60 women come forward. And and at that point, it wasn't 60. It was probably 10. Mm -hmm. But like, even at that point, you're like, I don't think that many women come forward with the exact same story. And there's not something there. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, I don't have the power to take Bill Cosby's job away from him. I don't have the power to incarcerate Bill Cosby. So who cares what I think? But for what it's worth, my opinion and the opinion of many other people at the time is where there's smoke, there's fire. So then we saw that, you know, continue to develop. And then you'll remember there was this whole reckoning of all of those women. And again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the developments in the Bill Cosby case. He's charged uh, and convicted with three different counts of sexual assault. Just came down a little while ago. But you'll remember there was this whole like... um, like media experience that we had with the victims mm-hmm. where they came oh, and yeah. shared their stories. And I don't remember who it was they did the piece for, but uh, you know, maybe it was 2020 or mm-hmm. like Dateline 60 or, minutes yeah, or something yeah. like that. Um, but there was a whole sort of reckoning with the victims. They were taken seriously in a way that up until this point, women, you know, for decades had not been taken seriously. And then, you know, the, the whole me too movement you know, sort of sprouts after the Harvey Weinstein scandal, and then you're looking at this case through the lens of that, then you've got the retrial. I mean, this case has really gone, you know, um, or, or we've seen this case go from start to finish in a way. We've really been there from uh, from the beginning. Well, and it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, you know what? Actually, we're going to take a break uh, here. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Me Too movement and how the Me Too movement maybe uh helped support this case as 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 we saw it unfold we'll be back after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107 we are paying close attention to uh what is happening in the wake of the bill cosby verdict he's been found guilty on all charges three counts of sexual uh, assault and that's what we are paying attention to here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and you know we were kind of talking about how we've watched the trajectory of this story unfold um Mostly over the past year, specifically, at least rapidly over the past year. But we've been following the story about Bill Cosby's allegations for years. Years, yeah, absolutely. And but we've we've sort of seen it kind of gain steam. And one of the things I think, you know, sometimes we, I'll say tease. That's probably not the right word. But but we we look at Gloria Allred and we kind of call her the celebrity ambulance chaser because she has had a reputation of sort of hopping on cases that involve celebrities and, 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 but she's a great lawyer. And I say that she is one of the reasons why they were able to organize all of the victims in the way that they were. Every time another victim of Bill Cosby came out, Gloria Allred was right there uh, and was able to kind of, you know, put their voice together to make that voice louder. And she is one of the reasons why during this um, during this trial uh, that there were five victims that were able to take the stand 
uh, because of the work that she did and and her loud voice. Um, and I should say, and there is a documentary too about Gloria Allred that's on Netflix, which um, no doubt more people will continue to watch. I've just been watching a live coverage from the ABC News feed, and it appears that he has left. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's him. And Holly, I know you've been watching this too. Yeah, you know what? Escalade. Mm-hmm. He, as, as they pulled out, he put his hand out. I'm assuming that was Bill Cosby, right? W- yeah. With a fist, mm-hmm. like keep fighting uh, yeah what was that i don't was know that like people a, were waving that wasn't at him a victory was thing because not victory yeah no. i'm not sure but there is uh, a helicopter footage following a lincoln navigator leaving the courthouse and that lincoln navigator is making a hasty retreat from the courtroom. oh i should say so mm-hmm. uh, they are set up by the way outside of the courtroom for uh you know for a press conference people will be coming out and speaking we will take those live as notable people in the case come forward to speak. It should be interesting too to see the reaction from Bill Cuss because I think by all accounts he was not expecting this particular. Um, I mean it goes without saying but uh, you know I think honest, he truly believed that he was going to be exonerated again his attorney and this was pointed out by uh, one of the commentators that we heard earlier that you know this particular attorney uh, is the one that was able to uh, get a not guilty verdict for Michael Jackson and that Bill Cosby really felt like he was going to be found not guilty. Again, he was found guilty on all three charges. He's facing up to 30 years in prison. And um, that's big. That's big for a number of reasons. You know, uh, chief among them, he's 80 years old. So that would mean if he were convicted or excuse me, if he were charged uh, with 10, much less 30 years, he'll be in jail, presumably for the rest of his life. Yeah. I mean, yes, he will die in jail. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all sort of sitting with that. I was reading, um, I was sort of skimming, I should say, because there's so much coming forward right now that I'm trying to take it all in as quickly as possible. But I was reading something in, uh, on the CNN website by Brian Lowry, Bill Cosby, a big legacy forever tarnished. And I think to myself, I mean, yeah, (laughs) you know, by his own doing. Um, I'm not as concerned right now about his legacy. I'm concerned about the scores of women he victimized, but I, but I do want there. I have a list of people I'd love to hear from one of them being Bill Cosby himself. The other one being Felicia Rashad, who was very quick to jump to uh, support him and say, I'm, I will wait until we hear, you know, from a court of law, what has occurred. And this is about a legacy. I'm not worried about the voices of those women. I, you know, I will say back to the notion of, uh, you know, his legacy being tarnished. I think that really gets to the fact that, and I don't know that a lot of uh, people of perhaps under a certain age realize the true extent to which Bill Cosby is an icon. I mean, they know Bill Cosby is a name. They know Bill Cosby has a career. They know he did the Cosby show. But before he did the Cosby show, you know, Bill Cosby has had a career in Hollywood since the 1950s mm-hmm. uh, and has been literally one of the most uh, famous people in the country since the 1950s. I mean, his career spans Decades. So it's not just that here you have one celebrity who uh, was convicted of something horrible because people, I think, honestly, might be thinking, why? Why is this such a big deal? Honestly, if if you look at the measure and the span of his career, if you look at, um, you know, all of his accomplishments, if you look at not only his accomplishments, but the careers that he supported the careers that he helped launch mm-hmm. the careers in comedy that he was in part responsible for this has broad reaching 
a broad depth, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, and I think as the story came out, it's real easy to say, of course, you believe the victims. Of course, you want them to have their day in court. But you have to think about all of the people whose lives crossed Bill Cosby's, whose careers co- crossed Bill Cosby's, and then have, um, you know, they've had to reckon with that, right. including but not limited to all of those people who grew up watching the Cosby show, essentially just having to divest themselves of any good feelings about a show that, and we were talking a little bit about this earlier, that really was just a really fun part of our lives. Absolutely. Like the, the Cosby show was, you know, it goes without saying, it was appointment viewing. It was, you know, a transformative television show in television history. Yeah, and, and again, you know, to that point, Bradley, television then versus television now, at that time, we didn't have all the options of television viewing, number one. Number two, we didn't have DVRs. We didn't, the only way you could delay it for later was to uh, set your VCR to catch it on a videotape. So truly, when we say that that show was on in the majority of living rooms around the United States, that show was on. It was in Thursday the living night, of, and you didn't do things on Thursday no. night because you were watching... Um, you were watching the Cosby show. And again, you know, it's really had effects on, you know, you mentioned Felicia Rashad, but you've got all the other actors and actresses who not only were in the show, but in the shows that he was, you know, in spinoffs with Mm -hmm. the people that he worked in his different business ventures. I mean, it really is not just one actor. It's not, you know, uh, I think that's why cases like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey, have, uh, you know, really affected the culture in a way because these are people who weren't just, you know, one off. Right. Making bad choices. Right. Right. These are men who had a uh, a serial uh, criminal, um, serial criminal behavior Mm -hmm. over many decades uh, in all of these cases, I would say. While simultaneously holding a place in pop culture as you know, an icon, you know, I and think frankly, about like the Matt Lowers again in our living room every single morning and, and was doing all of this behind the scenes. And frankly, I think that that is part those things are not just uh, coincidental. Those things are actually part and parcel of the same thing. And that, you know, the amount of attention, the amount of power, the amount of privilege, the amount of uh, uh, of those things given to those individuals is probably what aided and abetted that behavior for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's what protected them for so long. And that's what created accomplices willing or otherwise, you know, to this particular stuff, which hopefully is teaching us a valuable lesson about how we treat people for whose, uh, you know, endeavors we enjoy or would like to laud. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to continue to follow uh, the news of Bill Cosby, uh, He has been convicted of three counts of sexual assault and uh, has been found guilty in all those charges. We'll talk more about that after this. My Talk 107.1. Everything. To infinity and beyond. Entertainment.